Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Welcome to the Hotel California. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum, bum. <laughs> Such a lovely place. Well, welcome, welcome. Half of us are broadcasting from a new location. <laughs> High above, well, on the second floor now, as opposed to a uh, closet on the <laughs> on the ground floor of the old place. So we're going to find out and see how well this uh, setup works, my temporary setup, until we can find something better. So, yeah. Hey, Patrick, how's it going? It's going all right, man. How are you doing? Man, I am sore and I hurt everywhere. <laughs> ten days, of, right? Like ten days of moving. So one day with furniture, and then I've been making because I just because it's so expensive to hire a U-Haul or I mean to hire movers to do it for you. It used to be back. The last time we moved six or seven years ago, it was like a hundred dollars. It's now it's like a one fifty-five an hour for two guys. I was like, Whew. so I'm like, I just want them taking the furniture. I'll take all the tubs and boxes and whatever else because I just want them in there and out of there. And uh, it didn't. And I broke down all the beds, had them ready, like. Everything was like where it needed to be. I so said, you just take this, take this, take this. Right. And yeah, man, <laughs> and get the hell out. I even told him, I go, listen, bookshelves, just leave in the garage. I don't even know where they're going to go yet. Just leave them there. You don't even have to move those. I'll do that. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So all they had to do was the, the hardest thing they had to do was move the washer dryer, which was originally on the first floor at the old house, is now on the second floor of this house. Which is amazing because I don't even need a hamper now because I just whenever I change I just toss it in the washer and then <laughs> like I'm yeah, cutting out the man I'm cutting out the middleman it's like right yeah. there <laughs> once it's yay level start yep. to wash <laughs> yeah pretty much I just roll with it so it's great I, uh, I I'm I'm enjoying that part because even when I'm even when I'm done all I have to do is you know fold the laundry and I'm just walking in rooms. Yeah. Like when I'm done with, you know, whenever I get done, I just walk whatever clothes into whoever's room, put it away, call it a day. It's awesome. Loving it. I'm like, my mom even said, I've been saying for years, this is the way it should be done. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it would make sense if all of your, if all the bedrooms are upstairs, your washer dryer should be upstairs too. Cause it makes sense. True. Maybe not to somebody that works construction. I don't know, but to I mean to a lay person then you know it obviously makes sense. Um but yeah it it's uh yeah and then there's three hours in total that's packing up, driving over, which is about fifteen minutes, and uh and then unloading. So three hours, bam, bam. Yeah. And then it's been taking ten days to do everything else. <laughs> that's averaging two trips a day and that's still going to work and still doing taking kids to their extracurriculars and whatnot 
So it's been there's been some rough nights and definitely some rough days at work because of uh, lack of sleep because I'm yeah. trying to get it all done. But uh, yeah, as of right now, everything's at least done where they could take pictures and you know come in the realtors come in take pictures and get it on the market. So um, and that's all that matters. <laughs> and then get it sold. Um, so interesting facts. I don't even know if I shared this with you. Uh, the our, Ruth did some research on the area we moved to, mm-hmm. and without actually just fully disclosing where we live at now, um, let's see if I can find the summary she sent me. Uh, oh, there we go. Um, so this residential community of townhomes is located uh, in this area of, ten- of Nashville. It's established as a nonprofit homeowners association. So and all I can think of now with HOAs is that episode of the X-Files where David Duchovny uh, or Mulder and Scully had to, you know, pretend to move into a, because there were murders and stuff, had to pretend to move in as a couple and they were part of an HOA and he, uh, to rebel, uh, Mulder would kept putting up flamingos, like plastic flamingos, out in the yard. And then the next day they're gone, and then he would just keep doing it. Nice. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, good God. Um, so it's located on the site of the original plantation of John Donaldson, co-founder of Nashville. It's an attractive gated community, which also is so extra for us. It's, I'm not used to that. It's a bit much. Um, nestled above and close to the Cumberland River, backing up against the Hermitage Golf Course. Surrounding a natural wetland fed by an active spring, uh, the residents uh, include a variety of four-footed friends, deer, groundhogs, raccoon, skunks, and fox. The pond is home to beaver, ducks, geese, cranes, turtle, and more. Don't also forget the freaking 12 turkeys I saw yesterday morning crossing the road. And 12 turkeys again today just chilling like they own this place. It's ridiculous how domesticated more or less they are. <laughs> so as I would say, it's free-range turkey, you know, in time for uh, Thanksgiving coming up. There you go. Um, but yeah, besides being the home site of one of Nashville's most important families, debatable, uh, the occupation of this site goes back several hundred of years as remains and artifacts of ancient native Indian populations were discovered prior to and during the development of the community. This rich, rich history makes a, uh, a unique place to call home. So basically, we're current, where we moved to is a former plantation that was essentially built on an Indian burial ground. So... What's the worst that can happen? Uh, Halloween should be interesting. <laughs> sure, it is around here. I, I've been trying to teach Grayson to go, they're here. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, like, stop it, stop it. I'm like, well, you know, that's it's a sad state of affairs that you, when you decide to sell your house and move because people aren't taking the pandemic seriously enough. To protect kids and other families, yeah. that you decide to sell your house, move 
to an area that was built on that was a former plantation and built on an Indian burial ground and still feel like you made the right choice. Like you made a better choice. Yeah. That you're better off taking your odds with that than trying to take your odds over. So it's like, listen, we could burn some sage and call it a day and say, until the, until the, until the, uh, until the spirits that may want to try and haunt us. Listen, we're with y'all. Okay. We're on, we're on temporary. Yeah. yeah. We're also, we're on, we're with you. We, we're with you on this. Okay. Same team, same team. (laughs) Slap hands. Yeah. (laughs) Talk twice. If you agree. (laughs) It's like maybe they don't know how to knock. Right. Okay. <laughs> Open one cabinet door if you. Maybe. Two. If, two if you're just like, all right, that's fine for now. Yeah. Uh, we'll accept it for now. <laughs> right. We'll take that. We'll take whatever we can get. Um. So yeah, that's uh, it's been interesting. I'll I'll tell you that. And it's, I mean, the whole experience so far, and it's been a week. Um, it has been fairly interesting to say the least. It's a lot of stuff we're not used to and, um, yeah, it's just different and it's for the better for sure, but it's a lot of stuff that's a bit kind of extra. I mean, that's just not really our personalities, but it, it'll just get, take some getting used to, I guess. Um, which is also why we didn't record. So, for those wondering, we didn't record the last week because uh, one until about 8:30 mo- last Monday morning, I didn't have internet at the new house, so that makes recording difficult. And and but then they got done. They were here at 8:04 and they were done by like 8:30, 8:45. Yeah. And so you're like, we record. I'm like, yeah, about that. We can. Well. The internet's not the problem. The problem is I've only seen one movie <laughs> because I've been moving the entire time. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, I, I just don't have anything to really. I've got one movie and that's it. Let's just take the week off and then we'll come back and uh, really hammer it home, so to speak. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, anything going on with you? Enough about me. <laughs> Uh, of course, last weekend worked a football game, and I swear worked walking on. I was with the band, so I was doing a lot of walking, mm-hmm. and um, we walked through the tailgate and everything. And um, of course, we're not, you know, enforcing masks. We're not the mass police, mm-hmm. yeah. so it was just you know tailgate was normal, just tons of people, and um, just a lot of walking. Like the next few days, I was hurting my feet, hurting mm-hmm. arms. Even though I wasn't really using my arms, I was just body hurting. Just yeah. Like, getting old yeah man. <laughs> but, uh, but it was fun you know being vandy get blown out <laughs> but yeah. it was cool it, was, it, it got real it was really good as the night went on because you know got cooler sun went down and it was comfortable um i bought some bookshelves so i can get my movies and games and books organized and finally did that i have more games than i thought i mean not as many as i've seen on <laughs> YouTube, like a lot of folks got big collections, but for me, it's a lot. Uh, my books, I still got space left for more, so I'm probably going to buy more soon. Okay. And um, then this week, you know, my daughter came. It was for the first time in a month since school started. Wow. And so 
she wow. graduated to being able to sit in the front seat because up until nice. now she's always been in the back. Yeah. And so she's like, Dad, can I sit in the front? I'm like, all right. Yeah, you know, why not? Never, yeah. And just move my music because my music, I got a box of music that's been my shotgun partner. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And, um, but yeah, other than that, just normal work. Shoot, you better be able to ride in the front. She's gonna be in the she's gonna be in the front drivers before too long. Yeah, she's working on her permit. She she yeah. she didn't pass the first test, but she's gonna take it again to get her permit yeah. at least get that done. And um, I was gonna I, like I I still haven't taken her driving like everybody else has, but I haven't. And I was thinking about it that day on Saturday, but then we were leaving Walmart, and this wild car just whipped in, took a wild turn. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. That's a bad. That's a sign. <laughs> so take her to. Well, the so the best place to take a person to learn how to drive is a school. Yeah. Because especially on the weekend. Yeah. So I, I learned how to drive stick on a school parking lot that a school that, an elementary school that was on a hill, and that's where I learned how to drive stick shift. Because okay. my my mom and my grandfather both knew how to drive stick, and so they parked it on the hill. Basically, if you can start a car and get it into second gear. From first to second, while parked on a hill, you can do anything. Hmm. I couldn't. I mean, I've never done it. It's, I mean, it's all about coordination, just getting used to it. But yeah, God, those first couple of days, I sucked. <laughs> I was terrible. Yeah. But now I kind of miss it, to be honest. I mean, there are times I miss it, not all the time, but sometimes I kind of miss having that car. More the car more than anything else. But but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's something to learn how to drive, though. It's, I, but I always suggest uh, school parking lots. Just seems the easiest. Yeah. Yeah, that has been it's a good couple weeks. Watched um, pretty much all the movies I'll talk about today, mm-hmm. and then watch one additional. Get my two cents on. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Um, okay. I was. We're gonna talk about TV shows now. Wait. Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah. So I'm still watching Reservation Dogs and mm-hmm. like the last few, they've been kind of centering on a couple of characters where some of the kids had their own episodes focusing on them. Okay. And um, one of them, his name's Bear, his dad was coming into town. He's a rapper, so his son's like, oh, it's cool. But he's kind of like a deadbeat. <laughs> so you kind of know where the show's going. Like he's supposed to come to town to perform and, of course, doesn't. And it was something I could kind of relate to because you know, always getting those promises, like, we're going to do this and do that, and it doesn't happen, and you just get to a point where it's just like, just don't let it bother you anymore. You know, just is what it is. Yeah. But um, it's a cool show so far. It's five episodes in, I think six drops today, and um, it's been a pretty pretty kind of laid back, down to earth type of series so far. Okay. Cool. That's, I, oh, yeah, I did start Hands May's Tale. I'm in, like, three hmm. episodes in. Just slow burn it. It's just a lot. <laughs> it's in the yeah. first few episodes. I'm just like, wow. But um, it's, it's heavy. Yeah. 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 But I'm liking it so far. Right on. Well, we also watched What If this week. Yes. Doctor Strange. Well, actually, last week, too. Um, Doctor Strange episode was interesting. Mm-hmm. Probably not my favorite. But, oh, really? I mean, it was like, yeah. It was okay, though. I mean, I did. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. It's just not my out of the ones I've seen so far. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it was interesting because when they when the title was "What if Doctor Strange loses his heart instead of his hands," I'm like, 
They mean that literally? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, then I, but then I saw how the story was going. It's so like, oh, it means that hard. Yeah. <laughs> that, that it had like little Groundhog Day elements in it. Right. He's messing with time and and just kind of shows if you, when you become obsessed with something and you're this Sorcerer Supreme, you just not good. No. <laughs> no. But um, I think that particular character thing is going to pop up again because I've seen some yeah. trailers recently. So, and then of course the zombies one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. They could make a series out of that one. Yeah, it needs a part two, yeah. <laughs> or just a, a full season of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like. I really enjoyed that one too. I was like, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. This is, this is exactly what I wanted it, to, wanted it to be. So. I just know I wouldn't survive that zombie apocalypse. <laughs> You've got these heroes <laughs> right? that still coherently use their powers and right. intently like, like, nah. Yeah, nah, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the watcher just there eating his popcorn. <laughs> yep. It's like you almost almost interfered last time. This time it's like, eh, I yeah. let them. It's zombies it's like, and they'll be okay. fine. Yeah, it's one universe. Right. <laughs> Please. Um. So I haven't really been watching. I mean, uh, last week's Titans episode was okay. Focused um a lot on Jason Todd's background and everything. Uh, but more like after he died and all that than how he got in cahoots, I guess, um, with uh, with Scarecrow and everything and their mm-hmm. plan and then the plans that they've got going on. And uh, this past week's episode was pretty good. I actually liked it. Um, still think the second episode's my favorite, though, of the yeah. third season. Uh, but the action's been pretty good. I mean... As far as the fighting and everything's been good. So um, interesting to see what will happen this coming week. Uh, so I think they've only got a couple more episodes left before the end of the season. So should be interesting. Um, then lastly, um, I started listening to Rob Lowe's podcast, mm-hmm. liter- literally. Um, and he's had some great guests on there. And it's not like you're, they're not, it's not like they're trying to plug stuff. You know, when you have people on for interviews, they're usually there, you have them on and you talk about other stuff and then you talk about what they're there to plug. And he just has people on just to talk about different things yeah. and, you know, people he's worked with and a lot of people he hasn't. And it's not just actors, it's comedians, people from other backgrounds um, that aren't even in like just entertainment. So yeah. it's a uh, it's definitely worth checking out. He's just a, I mean he's a good he's just amazing. Uh, and it was great to hear him listen or interview uh, Mike Schur, who um, co-created The Office and also you know with Greg Daniels and then went on with Greg to then make Parks and Rec. And so most of their interview is is him talk is Rob Lowe and Mike Schur talking about Parks and Rec and and uh, how they did the casting, you know, how, you know, the kind of obstacles they faced trying to get the show made, trying to get the perfect casting done and just some interesting behind the behind the scenes talk. It's uh, but it's good. I, I would recommend this podcast to anybody. So okay. good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. And I think that's it. 
and yeah oh and then um michael k williams passing away this past week was kind of a shock because he's not that old no and i still haven't heard from what from but yeah that 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 hit hard i hated that because he's a phenomenal actor he's a phenomenal person with a very interesting backstory um and past but it just sucks it sucks because yeah. he's because most people will know him as omar from the wire <coughs> and then if you watched uh lovecraft um country he was in that as well he's been in some great he's been in some other tv shows and movies just a phenomenal actor yeah so he will definitely be missed okay guess that's it i guess we ought to delve in to our feature presentation from that should have been for last week but uh yeah we didn't record plus i hadn't seen it till last night so yeah all right here we go shang chi or shang chi uh and the legend of the ten rings legend yeah this is Marvel's most recent, or latest, I guess. Marvel's latest uh, movie coming to the screen. So. Starring Simu, Lee, Simu Liu as Sean or Shang-Chi. Aquafina as Katie. Tony Chui Wai Luing as Zhu Wenwu, uh, a.k.a. We'll just say the Mandal or the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a Disney crossover for you. Yeah. Um, the Mandarin. Sorry. Basically. And uh, I won't I won't uh, mention the cameo. But mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh is Ying Nan, Fawa Chen as Lee, and Meng Er Zhang as Jialing. So. It is uh, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. Shang-Chi, the master of unarmed weaponry, based on or based uh, in Kung Fu, is forced to confront his past after being drawn into the Ten Rings organization. It is PG-13 at a runtime of two hours, 12 minutes. So I think they could probably cut out about 15 minutes. At, you know, kind of in the beginning yeah. there. Beginning, kind of still first act, not quite second, but it could have got, I was like, this movie seems kind of long. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I was up late <laughs> having to go see it. <laughs> um, So that could be it. But this movie was, one, beautiful to watch. Uh, there's a lot of Crouching Tiger. Yeah. In this, and I—I I mean, which I'm here for, but um, especially in the flashback. Uh, I guess it's flashback, but yeah, when it goes back to 1996 or whatever year, and uh, yeah, which I was like, I think I was like, didn't Crouchy Tiger come out like around that? But I think it's like 98 though, because I think I was in college. So yeah, so it's right around. Anyway, anyways, within that time frame, I was like, yeah. it's. But yeah, it was 
so it's beautiful it's funny it's fun i mean it's just an all-around great like it has all the elements of a good movie it has action it has comedy it has heart has a good script (laughs) um yep definitely don't turn your back on this family (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) um but yeah it's you know it was it was really good i i don't know i was i don't know i didn't have any expect i mean i wasn't like hyped about going to see this like i was like i'm obviously gonna go see it but i'm not hyped about it because i have basically i have no background knowledge of any of these characters right other than the one other than the one cameo (laughs) yeah which was surprising i was like oh all right all right you're here all right how they handle that but also it makes sense yeah um but yeah it it uh yeah it, it was just good it was entertaining um went from i just I was I didn't think I wouldn't enjoy it. I just yeah. I just hadn't you know, it's just okay, it's coming out, cool. I'll go see it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> York and his mom went and saw it Saturday and you know, tr- traditional York uh review. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, it was amazing. Which everything is amazing. Yeah. Or it's either amazing or I don't like it. That's and that's, that's just scale. Just, that's the scale for everything. It could be food. <laughs> right? It's amazing. Yeah. All right. So I'm like, I don't really know how to judge that because he says that about everything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did like, you know, during the flashback of uh, Winu's origin, I did like, you know, the fight sequence between him and uh, mm-hmm. and Lee. It was more like they were dancing it's like a yes. it's like fancy fighting but it was right. like a dance and he was just like just taken away like i got these rings but it don't matter because she can deflect them and do whatever he's kind of like his his balance basically yeah he literally met his match yeah <laughs> and um you know being with her was worth leaving that particular life alone then he had yeah. a family but yep. um but i did like um Sean and Katie's relationship, their chemistry oh, was just, yes. I was just like, wow. I mean, I felt like, yeah, these two people grew up at least from high school on yeah. being around right. each other all the time. So you could feel the friendship. It wasn't like, you know, just forcing people to act. You could feel they had chemistry. Mm-hmm. So, and um, I like that. Um, even though there was a scene where Katie's grandma was like, why don't y'all get married? They didn't make it like a love thing. It was just like they're not, they're friends, they're chums, they're just buddies. Well, and not just Katie's grandma. If you if you happen to notice, oh yeah, that is actress Sai Chin from Lucky Grandma. Yep. I was like, I was like, oh yay! <laughs> That's it's silly hell. I, I, but I was so happy to see her. I was like, yay! She's in a We're, movie now. <laughs> yes, she's now canon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, um. But yeah, just a lot that I like. And then I watched this in 4DX 3D. So. Jeez. Um, <laughs> well, no wonder why you're hurting. <laughs> but see, this, that, that might be it. Because that was the before the graduation I worked. And I went Friday night. 
And this was probably the most intense 4DX that I've experienced to the point that I was literally holding on to the arm the wrist. I never had to do that before. And what's funny is during the previews, they started showing, you know, the new James Bond and mm-hmm. Spider-Man. It seemed like my my, my seat broke because it wasn't moving, but all the seats around me were moving and all that. Oh, man. I'm like, am I going to move? But then once the credits started, seats started moving. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So during the action scenes, I mean, I, I felt like my cheeks left the seat for a minute. That's how <laughs> that's how intense. Like, compared to watching Fast 9 than this, like this really right because fast nine i mean yeah because fast nine was pretty intense and yes but this i told i told i told a friend like you know you might need some extra support if you do this movie because um it's gonna it's gonna gonna be bouncing or stretch (laughs) we stretch stretch stretch. yes yes but um yeah that definitely immersed you (laughs) especially that last that third act action golly it was that was Ah, uh, yeah, it was wonderful. It was like really like a roller coaster ride. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I I just saw it. You know, I was lame. I just saw it in a two DX. Now it was uh, me and like three other people, but it was also a nine o'clock showing on a Sunday night. There yeah. should only be three other people. <laughs> right. And I sat on the front row, put my feet on the bar, on the metal bar area, because that's my spot. Yeah. And yeah, it. No, but it's I still yeah I was really impressed. Um, CGI is really good. The fighting was great because you could actually see the action, which yes. is always my my gripe about fight scenes. That's especially how the bus I, scene. The yes. Bus oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, wow, this yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh. And then one thing I kind of laughed at a little bit, and I wasn't I didn't actually laugh, but I was like, okay, I might have actually. When they first uh, make it into the hidden village, and you see all the mystical dry air animals and everything, and there's it's supposed to look, it's a dragon that kind of looks like a horse. It's like part dragon, part horse. Yeah. I'm like, are they going meta and putting Raya from or? And putting the last, you know, Raya and the last dragon. Are they putting the dragon in here? <laughs> Which is funny because Aquafina voices the dragon. <laughs> so I'm like, I was like, hold on. Easter eggs. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, hold on. Y'all ain't getting sloppy on your <laughs> animation, are you? You're just like borrowing shit from other projects. Uh, it's there, so they can do it. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, so what? what it's all Disney. Shit if we are. Yeah, it's a shit. <laughs> what do you care? Well, you're still here watching it, aren't you? I'm like, all right, it's valid, valid, it's fine. And so, I, uh, but no, I, I really, I had a lot of fun watching this. And of course, Grayson was like, can, but I want to go. I'm like, you can't go to this one. I said, sorry. I said, let me go see it first. If it's something that I think would be okay for you to go watch, we'll go. And you know, I, it, it was seriously the very first question she asked me when she woke up this morning. Can I watch? And then she didn't finish. I thought she just meant TV downstairs or something like that. Yeah. She's like, the movie? I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Grace, I don't think you're going to... One, I don't think you'll like it. Two, I think you might find certain things scary. And she finds silly things. No. And I know I see you're like trying to figure no. out what parts. 
it's for her it doesn't it could be the the bad guys basically the bad guys being a bad guy yeah so she she doesn't like that so she's not necessarily scared like scared but um basically she just doesn't like the fact that the bad guy has to actually win in order for them to be defeated she yeah. doesn't understand how story structure works <laughs> so i said don't worry though you know I was thinking of the Razor Fist character. <laughs> yeah, no. She's seen, I mean, oh, she's seen that in some of her movies. You yeah. Know. I mean, that guy could fit into Spy Kids, you know, a new Spy Kids movie and be the villain. True. And, you know. That's true. But, um, but yeah, no, it, so I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe not this one. So I'm like, so I, I, I segue to tell you what, why don't you grab your clothes? We'll go downstairs, have some breakfast, and while while you're eating, I'll, I said I'll get my uh, I'll get my planner out that has all the upcoming movies. We'll go through and see what new kids movies are coming out mm-hmm. that you'd be able to go to, and then kind of went down the list all the way through till December. I don't have anything, in, I didn't put anything in for December yet, but so we found a couple. So she got excited about that. Yeah. So deflect, you know, it's I didn't sing Hotel California, but, you know, it's my own version of deflecting, I guess. Um. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Um, I think this movie is supposed to come to Disney Plus soon. Oh. Um, I was reading it said it's supposed to the, the movie's going to be in theaters for 45 days and then it's supposed to come to Disney Plus. I don't know if it's going to have premiere access Pre- right. or if it's just going to be there. This drop seems weird. Yeah, I mean it's already made 257 million off of a 150 million dollar budget. So crazy, right? And it made 139 the first week. <laughs> so it's almost as if people actually want to see more Asian acted or Asian developed. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but you know what I'm trying to say. That and then actually yeah. go to the movies to watch. Yes. Movie. That too, because I think so, everything else is just coming straight to the theater instead of premiere access from now right. on. Yeah, all because of Shang Chi. Yep. So, but yeah, so it uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it's it's great. If I mean, why? If you like Marvel, I mean, it's and it's not a typical Marvel movie. That's what I like because Marvel keeps. Marvel keeps going with each movie, picking a different genre for its character, and then that's what that's how they that's what style or genre you know they go with. And this one, I mean, arts, which I mean, the only similarity is it's an origin story, so yeah, we get another origin story. But outside but, of that, it's not your typical. <laughs> no, it's there's a lot of fan. There are a lot of fantasy elements in this. Yeah, maybe more than we're used to. The only thing that kind of bugged me was that, you know, was that uh, it's not even like Aquafina learning how to shoot a bow and arrow in a day. Okay, sure. I don't care. Maybe that's her hidden talent. Right. Maybe. <laughs> she, she Or but, she actually focused on something instead of just being whatever. <laughs> and that could be it, too. But it it was the fact that a giant, a giant dragon comes out of the water nobody not her not well 
Yeah. She didn't go like, holy shit, that's a dragon. A real dragon. <laughs> now, granted, they've, she's seen other mystical things, but not, but nothing. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, a dragon. I'm like, nah. I, that might have been a missed opportunity for some good comedy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you're on a dragon. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great for Sean to go, I know, right? I mean, just like when she reacted to him fighting on the bus, like, who are you? It's like, right. what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. So right. you go from fighting on the bus to freaking dragons. Yeah. <laughs> but no. But no, I, I, <laughs> I did think, I was like, hmm. It's like, all right. But yeah, it, it's a. Uh, uh, I didn't have a nitpick. I don't know. If, I don't think it'd be a spoiler per se, but you know. Um, Shang-Chi basically running from his past. Mm-hmm. Dad's trying to find him and his sister to bring him back. Why do you send assassins after your kids? Right? <laughs> I'm like, that's a bad, that's some horrible Dude, extreme I, parenting. Well, well, for me, it was like, he's full, you know, basically he's full of shit. I was like, yeah. he's, there's no way he actually wants to bring the kids back. He just wants the damn pendants. Yeah. And then had the kids lead the way there. I mean, he was using them the entire time, no matter what. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, but if they're gullible enough to believe them, then that's on them. Because even I was like, nah, bro, even I don't trust you. Yeah, I don't buy that. Because, <laughs> again, like you said, you don't send assassins to. No, you send like fruit baskets or some shit. Or yeah, some I stupid, mean, that's you know? not, that shouldn't be your approach. Like, go and or, I don't, try to kill go them. Actually, or, I don't know, go knock on their door. Try that approach. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, dad won't see you. Oh, all right. <laughs> it could be, be it, it'd be that simple. Right. Right. But then we wouldn't have all the action that we got. That's true. So That's very true. Action has to happen. Well, nobody said he was a good dad. <laughs> he only knows one way. Yeah. He's grieving. He miss, you know, he missed his wife, and he he went back to the dark ways. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was just laughing at that. It was like, damn, could have just uh, asked them. Also, also, those aren't rings. Can we talk about how the fact that they're not really rings, they're bracelets? Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten bracelets. They're kind of rings. Bracelets are rings for your arm. (laughs) Your wrist. (laughs) Ring. (laughs) Arm rings. Yeah. Yeah, they're your arm rings. Your wrist (laughs) rings. Uh, I was watching a, I think it was a pitch meeting. He said, you know, when when rings expand, they become bracelets or something. The bracelets, when they yeah. shrink down, they become rings. And they're like, well, a ring, no matter how what size it is, is always a ring or whatever. They were trying to, they were going over the yeah. title of it because it's yeah. like it's the Legend of the Ten Bracelets. But aren't they rings? Yeah. But you know, bracelets when you shrink them down, whatever. But uh, but yeah. Man, <laughs> The they're at the uh, in fight scene where uh, he's using the rings and everything. <laughs> they're like glowing. He's just tossing. Them. I go. I said, this fool's trying to turn into Sonic. <laughs> tossing rings, jumping on them. <laughs> so open a portal. Yeah, that's about the. That seriously was the only thing that was missing. Start flying, uh-huh. throw them, and punching. <laughs> I was waiting for him to start rolling and. <laughs> like when he gets hit, they. Bang. Like, yeah, yep. <laughs> Now that would be funny. He gets a strong punch and knocks the ring out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, the missed yeah, opportunity. I, would, I know, right? <laughs> uh, 
It could have hit those, the sound effects and everything. Uh, oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> should be a, hopefully that's a deleted scene. Yeah, right? <laughs> or always something that, you know, uh, something that was done in post, yeah. you know, that winds up on a, you know, DVD special or something. Yeah, like, Gag I thought this would be too much, but, you know, it was funny. <laughs> uh, well, maybe somebody else will do it on YouTube and we don't have, we can find it that way. We put it out there to the universe so the, the YouTube creators will pick up on it and make it happen. Yep, somebody with more talent and time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I guess it goes without saying that um should definitely check this out. <laughs> One of my three favorite for the year. There you go. Look at that. Uh, let's see. All right, you got uh, first dibs this week. Alrighty. <clears throat> so second movie, I went back, basically just decided to watch some movies that were on my in my queue that I never watched. So I checked out Long Shot. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Which came out 2019 on May 3rd, runtime of two hours and five minutes, directed by Jonathan Levine, and stars Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Andy Serkis. Which at first I didn't recognize until I yeah. went back. I was like, okay, some good makeup. <laughs> yep. Um, June Diane Raphael, Bob Odenkirk, Alexander Skarsgård, Lisa Kudrow makes an appearance, and Bob Shear, even Little Boys to Men. <laughs> yep. it out. So this is about a writer who reconnects with his uh, former babysitter, who ironically is running for president. Uh, she's actually the state secretary of state. But she gets endorsed by the current president, President Chambers, that when she runs, she'll get his backing. And so which was her plan to go into that. Um, <clears throat> so Seth Rogen plays Fred Flarsky, who's a journalist for a New York City newspaper. And he basically just does whatever for the scoop, <laughs> even if it means joining a Nazi group <laughs> to get the <laughs> insider on how their right. group is doing, even if it means going against you know, he's a Jew. But he's Jewish. But even if it means acting like he's against all Jews, he'll do that until he gets caught. <laughs> but I thought that opening sequence was funny. Yes. Um. So at his job, he learns he's been bought. The, the paper he works for has been bought out, purchased by media mogul Parker Wembley, which he feels kind of goes against with their basic purposes is to fight those corporations. And now they've been bought out. It's like, man, forget this. I quit. <laughs> And so he tries to find another job, calls around and no luck. And his friend Lance takes him out to a dinner party where Boys to Men is performing. And it just so happens uh, Charlotte Field is there, who's doing like, I guess, press junket and whatnot. And um, they kind of catch each other's eyes. And he's like, I recognize her. She's my babysitter. And he gives a pretty hilarious story about when she the last time she babysat him and um so she actually requests to talk to him and they kind of have their little reunion and whatnot. But she also needs help with her speech writing. And since he's a writer, she reads some of his old um, columns and it's like, you know, he'd be a good writer. So he's doing her punch ups and whatnot. And of course, this is a romantic comedy. So they kind of fall for each other and get all kind of shenanigans and whatnot. Um, I thought it was it was more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. I was exactly. just going to just be sitting there. I was like, I think I was going to, I thought I was going to hate it, but 
It was actually pretty good. It is surprising. Yeah, no, it was yeah. surprisingly entertaining. Um, Ruth and I actually watched this one uh, one night. We actually watched a movie together, and it's it was the last year sometime. I can't remember when. And yeah. we both really enjoyed it, too. We both thought that um, it was, yeah, it was funny. It was cute. And they had to get, we thought that, we both thought that uh, Seth Rogen and Charlize had a really good chemistry and they yeah. and, uh, worked well off of each other. So they did. Uh, I think this is on. I think I watched it on Hulu. It's on one of the streaming. I remember yeah. that's how we watched it. I think either that or Pluto TV. It's one on one of the free services. Right. I just yeah. forgot which one I watched it on. But um, yeah, it was good entertaining uh, i didn't feel like um i didn't feel bored at all like i was just it just seemed it seemed like an unlikely situation to happen but it did seem very like down to earth like just real yeah. real worldy yes Wasn't over the top yeah it, it wasn't trying to be cartoony and it's no. in its humor it was yeah pretty uh fair it was fairly grounded humor yeah then um Fred and Lance's relationship when Fred finds out Lance is a Republican and all that, it's like, how? It's like, you're right. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you get a chance to watch. I, I recommend yeah. it. Yeah. It's good stuff. Well, I watched uh, the one movie I watched last week. I watched uh, on Netflix. Uh, He's all that. The sequel slash update, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's not a sequel. It's an update, I guess is what, because, yeah. And uh, about a teenage girl that sets out to give a nevish classmate the ultimate high school makeover. It says an updated remake of the 1999 film She's All That. This one is directed by Mark Waters, written by R. Lee Fleming Jr., it stars Addison Ray as Paget Sawyer, Tanner Buchanan as Cameron Queller. The entire time I'm watching this, I'm like, how it this dude straight up looks like Jonathan Brandis from 1990s movie or movie and TV fame, mm-hmm. which is which is hard to pull off considering he's you know no longer with us. Um, but he, I mean, the entire time looks just like him. It's freaking me out. Anyways, uh, Madison Pettis as Alden, Rachel Lee Cook as Anna Sawyer, basically plays the mom um, to Paget. Matthew Willard is repri- didn't reprise his role, but is in this movie also um, as Principal Bosch. Uh, Peyton Meyer as Jordan Van Drain- Drainen. And uh, Isabella Crovetti as Bryn Queller. Annie Jacob as Nisha. And Myra Malloy as Quinn. Oh, Courtney Kardashian as Jessica Miles Torres. Mm. Um, this movie is an hour and 28 minutes long. It says TV 14. So this movie is a perfect tween movie. Mm. Um definitely get more girls are going to enjoy this than boys obviously i i think but i don't know i i probably would have liked it but i guess it kind of just depends on what movies uh, different people like 
but it's a cute. I mean, it's super super cute movie. It's not. They didn't like make it. They didn't make. They didn't update it just because. And like, it actually had a decent plot. You know, basically, of course, there's a bed. Um. So. Paget Sawyer is basically an influence, you know, an influencer on one, one of the, uh, one of the uh, platforms, you know, social media platforms, and has sponsors and all that. And she does it to help her mom because her mom's a single mom who's a nurse, so uh, she's helping, who's sending her daughter to a good school and all that. So to help out, she basically takes whatever money she gets from the sponsors to help pay the bills and everything. So she's, so you don't completely dislike her character. Yeah. You know, that she's not that self-centered and uh, self-involved. She's doing all the stuff basically to help out, pay the bills and everything. So that was a nice touch to help make the character likable. <laughs> Cause otherwise you're kind of like, why do I care about this? You know, why do I care about her? Yeah. Um, Cameron and, um, Cameron and his sister, uh, Bren, but are staying with her grandmother because both their parents and their parents have passed away. And Cameron really didn't have any friends. He just takes pictures. A lot of pictures. He has one friend. I'll tell you that back. He has one friend and his sister. And so basically, Paget makes a bet with Alden that she can basically find find some random dude, give him a makeover, and make him prom prom king. And basically, that she also sees it as a way to help get her followers back and get her sponsorships and all this. And she, uh, so she picks Cameron and I for, I honestly forgot how they actually got to where, um, he would agree to, you know, hang out and stuff. And, but it's cute. It follows them and, you know, they end up, uh, getting to know each other and actually liking each other and shenanigans ensue, but it's, it's really cute. Um, it's definitely a, a good tween movie. It's a good update. I like the first one. Yeah. Um, that was kind of during that time where they were making a lot of movies kind of like that with a lot of, uh, you know, those actors, Rachel Lee Cook, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., Matthew Willard, Paul Walker, RIP. Um, and even Sarah Michelle Gellar makes a cameo in it. Because the high school they were using is the same one they were shooting Buffy the Vampire Slayer at. So she was already there. <laughs> so kind of gave her, you know, a small little cameo in there. So, um, but no, it was cool. And I liked that one. So I figured I'd probably like this one too, but I wanted to give it a try. So that's what I did. And uh, I really enjoyed it. It's, again, perfect tween movie. So if you have a, uh, you have someone that's in the 12 to you, well, 12 to high school, at least 12 and up, you know, probably like it. I bet my, uh, my niece who just turned 13 on the fourth, she might like this one. So, but it's cute. So recommend. Cool. 
All right. So <clears throat> my next movie I first saw last year, but I don't know. I, I didn't watch the trailer. I just saw the, you know, the poster for it. And I was like, eh, I don't think I want to watch it. So I decided to watch it this time. Uh, it's called Hooking Up, which came out last March 20th, 2020. It's an hour and 44 minutes long, directed by Nico Renu. And it's about, so the, <clears throat> so after he receives a new cancer diagnosis and she is fired from her job as a sex columnist, Bailey and Darla take a road trip that forces them to get <clears throat> intimate with their issues as well as <laughs> each other. Forces so, them. <laughs> forces them. Yeah. Twists their arm. Um, yeah, it's not a lot of forcing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, starring Brittany Snow as Darla Bean. You have Sam Richardson as Bailey Brighton, which, you know, after watching um, Werewolves Within and then um, Tomorrow War, seeing Sam Richardson, like, I, I give it a shot because yeah. he's, he's pretty funny. And she's great in the Pitch Perfect movies. Yeah. And uh, also, apparently, you got Jordana Brewster from Fast and Furious franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Vivica Fox makes an appearance in this. Um, Anna Akana plays uh, Elizabeth Cartwright, which is um, Sam Richardson's ex-girlfriend in this. First, I thought there was going to be like a little parallel between uh, Werewolves Within and this, because it's kind of similar character. He's kind of obsessing over this girlfriend that don't want him, and... But anyway, uh, like I said, Darla is a sex columnist that has a very hands on approach to her work and is a handful to deal with for her boss, Tanya. After finding video of Darla hooking up with one of the interns, Tanya decides that it's no longer worth dealing with her. So she fires her. And um, despite the popularity of her column and also Darla has a sex addiction. But she hasn't properly she has, she hasn't been properly loved. That's I guess that's her main reason for leaning on that. Then you have Bailey, who's a survivor of testicular cancer. Things are going pretty okay until he gets another doctor's appointment and they find another lump. So he's gonna have to have um, surgery, which he already had with surgery to replace one. So the the second second surgery, he's not really dealing with it well having to do that again. Right. And um so he takes it hard, he gets drunk, and both he and Darla have have group meetings they go to. His is for um kind of dealing with being having cancer and having how to deal with it positively and she's trying to get over her sex addiction. Um so he gets drunk, goes to the wrong group meeting, which is Darla's meeting, and you know he's going he's he's finally I guess sharing his experience because before he's mm-hmm. just listening to everybody else, and um, you know, to keep him from embarrassing himself even any further, she helps him get out of the class, and they just start kind of hanging out that same night. And she has this idea about going on a road trip and having Bailey go with her to help her recreate the different moments where she hooked up with different guys at these different locations, which are a lot of locations. And right. she's doing it more so like, hey, you know, you 
going to have surgery, so why not have fun till till that? Because who knows what the results are going to be. So they literally go to different points on the map where she hooked up and recreated. And through all that, they kind of get closer mm-hmm. to each other. You know, of course, he's dealing with he's broken up from his girlfriend with his relationship with his girlfriend, but he's still kind of obsessed over her, even to the point where he's stalking her on social media. He sees one of her posts where she's at a restaurant and he just shows up, sits down and she's like, you got to go. Why are you here? Oh man. And, and you know, they're getting, she's getting wine or champagne delivered to the table and he's drinking it like, like it's for them. And her date shows up and it's like, what's going on? And, you know, Bailey's like, oh, you're on a date. <laughs> it's like, well, that's what I've been trying to tell you for the last, you know, whatever. So, that all coupled with what's going on with him, that's why he agrees to go to this, go on this road trip. And I mean, I find it humorous. It's a little over the top at times. Um, yeah, it does have a little, little bit of heart to it, but um, just some of the like they, they literally go to his ex girlfriend's house because basically he lives, he's from Texas, and so he agrees to go on this road trip as long as they go to Texas. So he goes to Texas because he knows that his ex is going there to visit her parents and he goes to visit his. Because all of his ex live in Texas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there was supposed to be like a party or something where everybody was going to because they broke up. But they literally break into his girlfriend's parents' house and hook up there. Like the whole time this scene is going, I'm like... (laughs) Like you're literally gonna break into to their house. I thought seriously, like I mean, this is kind of spoiler. But I, I thought somebody's gonna break in or walk in on them, and no, they they finish complete, get out, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's like creepy, weird. Yeah, that's very fetishy kind of thing. Yeah, and then one of her moments, they break into a house of a married man whose wife broke, you know, caught them in the act and she takes off driving, has an accident, and now is paralyzed. So that's kind of her memory because of her doing what she did led to this dude's wife being in an accident paralyzed. I was like, so messed up. <laughs> wow, so this movie up. took a turn. <laughs> yeah, it's got some dark moments in it. <laughs> some stuff I didn't expect. Um, but it's really about them not dealing with their issues. <laughs> Yes. They're doing everything else to mask it, put band-aids right. over it, and just not deal with it. And in that aspect, it was interesting for that, but just like I said, it's a little over the top. A lot of the situations they're in are just really ridiculous. creepy. Oh. Yeah. Ridiculous and creepy. And I mean, overall, I was entertained by it, but just nitpicking there are some things I'll just like, uh, <laughs> I see gotcha. why I kind of didn't want to watch it. But, you know, Sam Richard, Richardson is funny. Yeah. Um, Pretty Snow. I mean, they, they've got good chemistry together. But it's just, I'd, I'd be cool with them being another movie, but not this premise. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. 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 I mean, even though I did enjoy it, was entertaining. It's not for every, it's not going to be for everybody. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean, it was all right. <laughs> It's all right, not all right. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I finally got around to watching it. So Disney finally dropped Cruella, Cruella, on uh, Disney Plus. 
So I finally sat down and watched it mm-hmm. to help me understand who is who. Why did they make this? Who is this movie for? Because I would still yeah bugged me this entire time from the time I saw the trailer <laughs> to anything else. I wanted to know who's the audience. Yep, <laughs> and I found out it's for tweens. It's for girl again another movie uh, for. For girls, 12 and up, you know, 12 to probably 15 or 16. Yeah. Um, because it's about fashion, it's mainly about fashion, and there's some other actual story, but, I mean, it's supposed to be an origin story of sorts for, uh, for uh, Cruella, but... Even though her name's not really Cruella, it's just Ella, I believe, and Estella. That's what it is, Estella. And then whenever she gets this mean streak in her, basically, like whenever I'd say that Grayson gets a demon in her, it's the same thing. Cruella is <laughs> her alter ego. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And you know, Grayson, you know, purge out Grayson's demons. Um, basically, yeah, Cruella is the alter ego for Estella, who. Uh, yeah, and she goes to work for the Baroness, played by Emma Thompson. Uh, growing well, she, her, her and her mom go on the run. Her mom ends up stopping at a swanky house, and that belongs to the Baroness. And these Dalmatians come and attack. Uh, Estella's mom, which then causes her to fall off, fall over a uh, barricade, I guess, is it, or a wall, I guess. Yeah, a wall. Causes her to fall over a wall and then plummet to her death in the ocean. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, so she's basically on her own, and she meets Jasper and Horace, and they all kind of start you know, being like, uh, what's his name? The Artful Dodger. <laughs> from That's basically their childhood into adulthood until she finally gets a job uh, designing things for the Baroness. And um, when she, by working with her, she ends up finding out that the Baroness was the one that actually killed her mother and not because she used like a dog whistle or some nonsense, yeah. and which then sec, you know, sent the Dalmatians on her <clears throat> that killed her, and you know they basically she Cruella ends up trying to compete against the Baroness and basically just trolling her and you know schooling her on things. Yeah. There's a high, it's very heisty. In moments, they it's like a heist movie inside of a fashion show movie inside of a yeah Disney movie. Yeah, um, it's definitely darker than most Disney movies, but that's because of the age demographic that they're trying to aim for. You know, the moody teenager. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it was far better than what I thought I was gonna be. I didn't really know what to expect, but I wasn't sure if I was gonna like. I I was. Very on the fence on whether or not I thought I'd like it, but yeah. 
actually did enjoy it. I didn't mind Emma Stone. I always love Emma Thompson. Paul Walter Hauser, Hauser is amazing. He's one of my favorite character actors. So if I see him in anything, I know I'm going to probably at least like his performance. I may not like right. anything else, but I always like his. Um, but, oh, yeah, Mark Strong. I freaking love him. I wish he was in more more things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's fine. I'm glad I waited till Disney+. Plus. I wasn't yeah. kicking myself for not seeing it sooner. Um, but it's definitely for that demographic so which is fine i mean that's cool and um i'm sure a lot of people like it and it does have some phenomenal costume designs in it so um so for people that you know and watch that or are just curious it's worth a watch i mean you won't be completely disappointed story is just kind of there but it's fine it's a fine movie yeah Nobody else in this house is going to want to watch this. I'll put it that way. York's not, not so it. nice Dalmatians. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and then, uh, yeah, so that's my two cents on crew, Ella. Um, I'm just going to take a real quick couple minutes and then, uh, let you finish, you know, go with your next one. But, um, I watched Malignant on HBO Max. I'm so glad I did not go to the theater to go see this. I would have been so mad at the world and myself. I wasn't even sure if I was going to watch this because, you know, it's a horror movie, so of course I'm... But judging from the trailer, I thought it was going to be a more ghost story kind of mm-hmm. horror, which I'm more interested in. You know, I'll go to those. I kind of like those. But this was not that. So I watched this while I was doing other things um, downstairs, uh, you know, unboxing and, you know, putting stuff away. So Malignant came out Friday, um, directed uh, directed by James Wan, who has done the, you know, Charge of the Conjuring universe and, um, you know, directed Aquaman. So he... He's credited as a story by, but not screenplay. Um, basically, it's about a girl named Madison who is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders, and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are, in fact, terrifying realities. And it's so. It, uh, Madison's played by Annabelle Wallace, and that's really all you're gonna know. I mean, you're not gonna actually might not even know her, but it's a pretty unknown cast, which yeah, it's fine. Um, I was on board with this movie for the first 30 minutes because mm-hmm. I enjoyed uh, uh, like well, I do with most horror movies, I'm gonna probably enjoy something from a technical aspect, then I will from either an acting or a, even a story aspect. So, and that's more or less what happened. I was like, oh, because, I mean, a horror movie, unless the story is completely something you've never seen before, it's going to be just a different telling of a story that's been told a bunch of times, more than likely. But just told in a different way. But it's basically the same story. 
So I'm like, all right, so for me, it's, well, how are they going to take this and make it different from every other horror movie? So what they, what uh, James Wan decided to do was kind of do that, focus on interesting shots, um, camera placement, how the camera kind of, at least for the first half of the film, kind of acts like another character in the movie, which is interesting. And just tries to give you a different points of view as far as like where it's located and how it's how it moves. And I like that. And I was really, you know, enjoying that. And then the second half just lost me. I mean, just lost me like at within because there's going to be a reveal and things are going to happen and you're going to start figuring things out. On your own, you're not even need them to do a reveal, but because you'll figure it out by watching it, watching it before they tell you. And so that kind of that's partially annoying. Um, but then when they do that, like the whole mood of the film changes, the action becomes ridiculous to <laughs> to like a whole new level. The villain, all of a sudden, you see the villain a lot more, and they wind up getting, like, I would say superhuman powers, but we'll just say super villain powers. Mm-hmm. And then it it's turning into a whole different kind of movie. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with this damn movie? I was getting so mad at it. By the end, I was like, I, I hate this movie. <laughs> I just, it started, like, you had me at the beginning. He had me hooked. I was like, all right, this looks like this could be interesting. Interesting story, you know, kind of it's being shot, you know, nicely. I'm enjoying how it's being presented. And then <laughs> just second half, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this? <laughs> and I just did not like it. Just did not like it. <laughs> I'm so I'm still I'm still mad at it. So it's like you're on a path with it. You turn to get something, it took a left, then you're like the hell <laughs> I was like, somebody changed the channel what am i watching what the hell is going on here i was so mad i started watching the next movie i'm going to talk about so but yeah i was just just because i needed something else that wasn't gonna make me mad yeah so, anyways <laughs> i did not like malignant i'm sure others might but no i got i was mad with it by the end so and they'll probably make a damn sequel because I got mad because I'm mad at it. <laughs> it could probably make a one and just put it straight on HBO Max, I guess. What they should have just done with this one. Just left it out of uh, theaters. Yeah. So anyways. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm done with those two. <laughs> so you know, so this weekend I asked my daughter, say, Hey, is there anything you want to watch? So it's like there's new stuff out and like, yeah, just Take a look and see if there's something you want to check out. So apparently some of the kids at school have been talking about old. And so she's like, I want to see that. They said it's, it's pretty. said it's good. And so I kind of want to see Shang-Chi again. So I was like, maybe we should go see this. And I was like, you know what? Shang-Chi is going to be in the theater for a minute so we can watch it. And then I was reading about it coming to Disney Plus at some point, even though I would probably go to the theater to see it when she comes back. So I said, you know, I want to see I want to check out old as well. So. We'll go see this. Check out and, this old movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, probably won't be a lot of people in here because 
There was actually, I wasn't a lot, but it was like about six other people, which is six more than I expected. <laughs> exactly. Because it's been out for a while. And, yeah. But um, we both liked it. Um, You know, got this family going on a trip, and you find out that the mom and dad are kind of going through their separation talks and they haven't told the kids and this is like their last family gather fa- family get together family trip to before they actually sit the kids down and tell them what's going on and and they get told about this section of the beach that the owner really likes so they get on this on the van which they find out there's other people on there so it's not as exclusive as they thought and when they get there uh kind of crazy stuff happens you, you come across a dead body they try to leave to get help, and everybody that tries to leave blacks out, and they just wake up in the sand. <laughs> I, I, this was—I mean, I don't know—I laughed a lot in this, I, even though it's pretty dark it's, and twisted. Yes, but it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. But I mean, I—I I liked it. I mean, it, it sucked finding out what it what the real deal was that was going on. So I was like, you know, something like that could really happen. <laughs> but but you see, what you remember but, when I was. When, oh, remember when when I talked about this, that I thought that it would be such a great, like I wanted the movie that when they got off the island, I wanted that I wanted to know the story from there. Yeah, yeah. I, that's where I wanted the story to start. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't I, care about that shit on the beach. I want to know they, what happened after. They probably won't do anything with that. <laughs> they should, because I mean that's that's really that is where it got real interesting. Because I was like, okay. No one has got. Well, apparently somebody did because they were like, "We don't want what happened to happen again." So I was like, "I was wondering what happened that other time." I'm curious. Exactly. But um, but yeah, because it's a lot. There's a lot that they could take and. I mean, they don't even have to call it old two or whatever. Just start old here. <laughs> old two, no boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, they could start here and make a movie. But I mean, I did like it. It's just. You know, you have this one family, the wife has a tumor, and she did something as a result of not being able to confront that. Almost like the Hooking Up movie. Yep. She's not confronting her issue. She's just finding something to replace that that feeling of, you know, she's, you know, she's got a tumor. She doesn't want, she doesn't deal with it. And she seeks solace in someone else. Husband finds out. But now she's got guilt from that. And that's why she wants to separate. Husband doesn't like, even though he knows about it, he doesn't want to end it. It's like, I get it. I mean, I hate it, but I get it. <laughs> you know, and then the kids start <laughs> aging. I thought it was kind of, it was cool how they used the camera to kind of try to hide it, even though when they were talking, you know, something's yeah. wrong. And, um, but the rapper, Mitsuhide. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Worst rap name ever. <laughs> didn't really give him or, much you just, or, or the best <laughs> i don't know that's if that isn't if that would be like you and i coming up with the rap names yeah. that would be ours it's the name of a group not a solo artist <laughs> <laughs> but it, it didn't give him a lot to do it's just a bunch of reaction like damn or wow you know just he was, a hype, he was a hype man i guess so <laughs> He was an onomatopoeia hype man. <laughs> but, you know, you have relationship issues, mental illness issues, 
as someone that had um, seizures from time to time. But all this was done in the name of science. <laughs> science. Thank you. I was just like, wow. I was wondering what the twist was going to be, but I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but, um, I mean, me and my daughter liked it. It's definitely not something that's going to be for everybody. Um, there's a lot of, you can nitpick from it too, but just <laughs> overall. You, need to, you don't need to nitpick from me. I was, I mean, I was interested. <laughs> like for me, I, I just like, wow. <laughs> but, um, you know, of course, M. Knight put himself in the movie also. Of course. Yeah, I was like, all right. <laughs> but um, if if uh, little Trent had just deciphered that message before they left, <laughs> man, yeah, some people, yeah, like man, <sighs> but it was it was cool. It, it, it sucked when dad lost his vision and then mom lost her hearing. I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's much since on old. <laughs> <laughs> also, but also your family movie pick. Yeah, because technically, yeah, my family. Right. Yep, first one in a month. Last one was there you go. last F nine. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. So the movie I watched to rebound <laughs> my rebound movie. <laughs> uh, was uh, Kate on Netflix. That had also dropped Friday. Yeah. It's a rated R, hour and 46 minutes long. A female assassin has 24 hours to get vengeance on her murderer before she dies. Directed by Cedric Nichols-Troyan. Uh, written by Umer Aline. Alim. Uh, starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead from... Uh, from Birds of Prey and uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Woody Harrelson, uh, Miku Patricia Martineau, and let's see. Yeah. So basically, uh, Kate is, well, Woody Harrelson's character, Varric, is basically, I guess you could say, Kate's handler, I guess, is a good way to put it, because she's an assassin. She's an assassin. Her boss, this person, has kind of helped raise her as a kid to become an assassin. Sound familiar? Hmm, Basically, sounds like Kate, a protege. <laughs> yeah, or you know, I mean, he didn't have ten bracelets on his arm or anything like that, but still raised him as a kid to be an assassin. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> so she ends up. Killing somebody that, or a mark, I guess, but she usually doesn't do it when there's kids, and they kept telling her to take, you know, take a shot. So she ends up killing the person, you know, and then leaves, leaves the girl with, you know. So I think it's six months, six months, I think it passed. Mm-hmm. Maybe longer, I can't remember. Um, six months passed, and then they, uh, she goes to do another hit. At some point, she gets poisoned, and she's trying to then uh, figure out who poisoned her and then seek vengeance. And then the kid that she ended up, uh, person who, the kid uh, becomes a part of it because she ends up rescuing the kid. 
and then now the kid won't leave and so she's kind of also while seeking vengeance is also seeking um trying to you know wrong or right no there we go right or wrong there we go it's the other way around <laughs> like wrong or right movie. yeah i know right um but yeah so so she's trying to right the wrong on that and and kind of to uh make up for that mistake and then also trying to figure out who the killer is and um who poisoned her and all that so it's an interesting i mean it's got great action in it great action it's it it's perfect for netflix it's a perfect netflix action movie it's yeah. not trying to be anything in the more than what it is the story is as simple as can be per an assassin's been poisoned she's going to try and seek vengeance on who poisoned her but then also at the same time try and make amends for um killing someone she didn't really want to you know and of course the kid's going to find out that she's the one that killed her dad and all that and whatever and you know it's it's very formulaic but it's okay because it's a fun ride yeah and so it's fun to watch is it it's a super great no but it's it's very entertaining it's far more entertaining than malignant i got sent so this reminds me hold on so this before i because i will forget this if i don't so um my sister-in-law sends me a video on messenger and my 13 year old niece um was i guess at a friend's house and they made probably shot it on their phones made this like movie trailer for a movie that's not getting made but it's they basically just shot a movie trailer yeah and then it had a, i guess one of the kids is in like a media class and so they put the effects in and did all this other stuff the trailer for this scary movie that they made was far was more entertaining than any part of malignant dang yeah i thought it was far better than this is much better than the horror movie i watched last night <laughs> that's i've already enjoyed this more um Dang. yeah so that's how much i did not like this <laughs> like i'm just so mad at i'm still mad at it it's and i shouldn't be mad at movies but sometimes i'm just uh like you had a good thing going and then just so anyways so yeah so Kate was the perfect kind of movie for me to watch to uh, cleanse the palate, so to speak. Get that bad taste out your mouth. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, it's in an hour and 46. It honestly could probably ten, be 10 minutes shorter and it'd be fine. Yeah. There's enough in there. They can take 10 minutes out. A couple of, couple of unnecessary moments that I'm like, not really adding much to it, but whatever. Fill some time. <sighs> So they, so they so they took the um assassin kills your dad now I'm going to save the daughter <laughs> trope from gunpowder milkshake yes. put it into this and then built another story around it yeah pretty much <laughs> and still had about as much neon too yeah <laughs> to be honest i mean it's true then it sounds but, like the protege right also like it's a lot of similarities going <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I was gonna watch Kate, but I didn't get around to it. It's almost as if Hollywood's running out of ideas again. Mm. 
content. We need more content. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah, I don't care. These, just change it. Change it. All change these the indie, indie directors and writers are just sitting back like, come on. Like, bro, we're right. It's like, bro, we're right here. Yeah, give us give us something. Give us a platform. Yep. Give us like two million and we're good. We'll make it yeah. work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Um trailers coming out. We've got the trailer for Red Notice with Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and um Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Coming out November twelfth. And Interpol Agent Tracks. The world's most wanted art thief. So there you go. Another crazy DC Marvel <laughs> crossover with Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about DC Marvel. It's all it's all DC. Ryan Reynolds well, will not oh, want yeah, to claim it. Green Lantern, yeah. I'd say Ryan Reynolds won't want to claim it, but yeah. it's just he's, he's gonna claim Marvel. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see here. Oh, some independent sequel. Um the uh, some independent movie named The Matrix Resurrections. I don't know. Plot's currently unknown. The hell you say? <laughs> um, starring Ted Theodore Logan and uh, Jessica Henwick, uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen the second um, will be starring as Candyman. <laughs> I mean, he could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, he's going to play Morpheus, so that's interesting. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss will return as Trinity. Christina Rishi is going to be in it. Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Jonathan Groff. Is he going to play Kristoff? Uh, <laughs> From Frozen. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, so there you go. Another Matrix movie coming out um, December 22nd. So coming out just in time for Christmas. Five days after Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a good idea or not. <laughs> Unless Spider Man surprisingly doesn't do well. <laughs> yeah, it'd be all right. No, both movies are going to do great. It'll be they'll a good one two punch. They'll, yeah, they'll be bad on for. They'll definitely be battling for a top spot. So. Probably be one and two for a while. <laughs> yep. Uh, don't look up. The story of two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Currently mm-hmm. in post-production due to drop on the Netflix December 24th, Christmas Eve. So follow, follow, follow. here comes a comet. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, two hours and 25 minutes. Whew. Huge cast. Uh, Leo, Timothy Chalamet, Jennifer Lawrence with really, really, really bad bangs. Um, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett. Gina Gershon, Meryl Streep, Melanie Linsky, Ron Perlman, Matthew Perry, Ariana Grande, Mark Rylance, Himish Patel, Michael Chiklis, Tyler Perry, Kid Cuddy, ugh, um, Paul Guilfoyle, jeez, I mean, Ashley Banfield, that's weird, um, and just goes on and on, that's a huge cast, 
Well, hopefully they've got the chemistry. God knows they story. I can't <laughs> wait to see the bloated budget on that one. Jesus. Um then Encounter uh December tenth. Two brothers embark on a journey with their father who is trying to protect them from an alien threat. Coming to Amazon Prime, an hour and forty eight minutes long, rated R starring Academy Award nominee Riz Ahmed uh, and Octavia Spencer, Rory Cochran. Yeah. So yeah, and then then just dropped like an hour ago for recording. Hawkeye coming to you Thanksgiving Day. It looks amazing. Definitely check that out. Very much looking forward to that. Yep. Very much. So, and that's it, man. That's what we got going on. Oh, uh, coming out this week, Friday, according to my planner at least. The Duke, Blue Bayou, Clifford, the Big Red Dog. Guess who will be going to see that? That's all you, buddy. <laughs> this guy with his seven-year-old now. Uh, by the way, Grayson had her seventh birthday on Friday, so big seven. Yep. Happy birthday. Yes, she she had a great one. Um, so she'll be wanting she'll be ready to go see that. The eyes of Tammy Faye will drop. Uh, I'm your man, and the nowhere in. According to my planner, that's what's supposed to be coming out this week. So. And then next, then next week, the movie that I'm pretty sure only my son has been waiting for, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Dear Evan Hansen, which is a musical, so you probably won't go see. I think I finally found the one musical I really have absolutely zero interest in going to go see. What's that? Oh. West Side Story. I don't care if you're a shark. I don't care if you're a jet. It's my least favorite music. <laughs> it's my least favorite musical. It's just Romeo and Juliet set in New York. So in the, in the speaking 50s. of speaking of musicals, I started to to attempt watching one. It's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Cinderella. I got like just just moments into the opening portion of it. I was like, nope, back out. Back out. <laughs> we'll watch it probably tonight. I ain't even gonna lie. We'll probably end up watching that tonight. York won't be here, so yeah. I we'll probably watch that tonight. So I, I mean, I tried. I hey, thought about still. I thought about trying again. Effort. Man, a for effort. I appreciate, it, man. Because at least I knew this was a musical. <laughs> right ahead of time. At least you knew going. Yeah. You know, but um, I don't know. I may. I may. At least to be able to give two cents, I may try to check it out. <laughs> Maybe I, appreciate, I appreciate <laughs> I all that you do for the, for the sake of the podcast, man. Uh, I thought I was like, man, since we're taking a week off, maybe I can like watch a little bit here, then stop it and go back to it. <laughs> I just think it did open the sequence. Just think of it as a musical track. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Just play one song at a time, man. Yeah. 
It's uh, like, great. <laughs> Where's the skip on this one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's another disaster movie coming out. Moon, Moonface, Moon. I think that's what it is. I saw that trailer. I'm like, Moon Death yeah. from Above. It's like, yeah, that's that's Moonfall. Moon there we go. Okay. Cause it sounds because it's a uh, they basically took two James Bond movie titles and just made it one. So I took Skyfall and Moonraker and just made it Moonfall, which is the dumbest title. But that's I saw Halle Berry like as a dispatcher. I'm like, oh, this worked out well for the last time she did this. <laughs> what did it go wrong? Yeah. But it's like, I guess that'll get me to watch it just for that reason. I'm glad you'll watch it because this looks. Yeah, it doesn't look. This good. looks like a whole lot of stupid. And yeah. I'm like, uh, that's like, wow, this looks like another stupid Rowan Emmerich movie from the director Rowan Emmerich. I'm like, ha, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not a selling point. That's like putting from director Michael Bay on something. You're not. You're you're better off just kind of leaving that off. Yeah, you just this lost point. viewership. Yeah. Twenty twenty. 20, 25 years ago, that would have been that would that would have been a great marketing tool. Not no, no. It's been great in the nineties. This movie. Yeah, both of them were. Yeah. 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 Independence Day was great. Rowan Emmerich movie. But you know, Rowan Emmerich missed his calling. He should have been a director in the seventies during all those disaster movies. Beside an adventure, earthquake, all those kind of great disaster movies, he should have been a director then. Yeah. Mm. No, he has to be that director now, Towering Inferno. So I'm actually kind of surprised he hasn't done a remake of Towering Inferno. I mean, it's essentially what Skyscraper is, but yeah, it's done differently. Oh, so before we sign off, so when's the last time you've watched Tron, the OG Tron? I think when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> Even it's though on it's on Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. So. Couldn't find anything else to watch. Decided to put it on, and within the for the first time, and I, and I go back and watch it from time to time, time to time, because I really like it. And I love, I just really enjoy the special effects, mm-hmm. the '80s special effects, and how far ahead of their time they were. Yeah, and just kind of, I just always am amazed by it, and I would love to see a documentary on the making of Tron, just how they did the special effects, the practical effects. Back in the eight, you know, eighty four, eighty three, eighty four, but it's eighty two because I'm completely off. Anyways, in the early eighties and having that kind of different technology that you know, it's because you, you can kind of kind of because watching Star Wars now you can kind of see how they do with the miniatures and stuff like that. Right. But watching Tron, you're still kind of going, still trying to figure out how they did this. So I always found it fascinating. I finally came to the conclusion that. That Jumanji is essentially Tron. Because they both one, get the new one or the old one. Yeah, oh, doesn't matter. Old, oh. Well, no, oh. ju- new Jumanji because okay. old Jumanji they came, the animals came to life out of the board game, whereas new Jumanji they get sucked into into the video game. Okay. So new Jumanji, so uh, the two new Jumanji movies are basically Tron, and because they get sucked into the video game, as did Tron. Mm-hmm. Well, not as did Flynn. Flynn got sucked into Tron. There we go. Make that distinction kind of like 
kind of like his name's Link. It's not Zelda. Zelda's the girl's. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Flynn got sucked into the game of Tron, and then they're having to try and defeat the game in order to get brought back. They have to play the game in order to actually get back. Yeah. So I was like, mother. <laughs> I was more mad at me for not figuring this out so much sooner <laughs> than I was that Jumanji essentially ripped, was essentially uh, ripped, ripped off Tron. Now, doesn't take away from the movies. I still enjoy every single one of them, but damn. Because <laughs> uh, I have to go back and watch. See? Yep. 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 And it, and really, just first fifteen minutes, and you'll yeah. you'll you'll have it. You'll be like, yeah, that's checks out. But then watch okay. it right, just because it's a good movie. Classic. Uh, Son of a gun. All right. I think that's it, man. I think that's all the stuff I've stored up for two weeks. <laughs> Revelations and whatnots. Yeah. And I'm sure as soon as we sign off, I'll probably think of something else. But then I'll have to write it down for next week. Dun, dun, dun. All right. I'm pretty sure I'll be watching Shang-Chi again this weekend. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. I almost saw, after I took Kyla home last night, I started to just go. But it's like I was just tired from that drive. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I would have watched the standard version. I wouldn't have done 40 yeah. again. Oh no, <laughs> probably break my back. Right, <laughs> probably. It's like, sir, you sign this waiver. <laughs> right. I'll say one thing: watching this movie is a different crowd than this one. Like, it almost took me out because there's some loud talking. Like, yeah. literally, you're you got maybe four or five people with you, and you're talking loud enough where I can see you, and I'm like several rows down and to the yeah. left <laughs> i was like but i focused in and i, I was very yeah. much into it was it. the same people that were in my movie because i mean there was me and one other dude or two other people and then after the movie actually started two other dudes came in said and mind you there's only there were three people in the theater before they came in yeah huge theater they come in sit on the front row with me like about four seats down, and one dude's just like talking loud. I'm like, I'm like, oh hell no, we ain't doing this. I, I mean, he eventually shut up, but I'm like, you literally just got here, and there's you're sitting on the same row as me, which is kind of annoying because you have an entire theater, right? And you're gonna yeah. go and start talking loud, anyways. Yeah, like if I go into a theater and there's not a lot of people, I'm gonna sit wherever I want at that point. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was frustrating. But, oh well. All right, brother. Well, All right. oh, I will talk to you soon. And, yes, sir. Uh, let us know what you think. If you've watched Malignant, I need to hear about it. I need to hear your thoughts on this. And <laughs> see if you're as frustrated as me or if it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Who knows? Or if, you've gone in, or if you've gone and seen Old. Let us know what you think, because we're we we'd like we're always interested on on uh, people's views on things, but definitely this one for sure. So, oh, and if you do check out Shang Chi, stay after. Yes, I'll just two, say that. Just yes, two, two post credit scenes. Yeah. So. The last one I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs>
wasn't as impressed, but I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter. I'm glad I still saw it, but yeah. Yeah. I wasn't like, ooh. I was just like, all right. So. All right, everybody. We will talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.